Hello and welcome to the Clear Cruise podcast. Coming up this week, Charlotte Humphrey went on an adventure across the Scottish coast aboard Hebridean Princess. Exploring the Hebrides, Charlotte spoke to Chief Purser on board David Inge, who gave us an insight into the region, his history in the industry, and what makes this ship so special. Check it out. Good afternoon, my name is David Inge and I'm Chief Purser on board Hebridean Princess. Hi David, how are you? <laughs> I'm very well, thank you for asking. Uh, it's a glorious day here today, isn't it, in Scotland? It it's... is, well, um, it's a cracking day here, we are in November and it's seriously blue skies and sunshine, it's, it's wonderful. It is amazing, I feel very fortunate that it's, it's just like this. And today we went to the uh, distillery in the uh, um, Isle of Arran um, and that was really fascinating to learn about. And so do your guests, they, um, when they come on board with the shore excursions like that, is that all included in the price when they come? Absolutely, once they've booked up with their cruise, mm. um, everything else is then included, where we go, what we do, what we see, it's, it's all inclusive. Yeah. yeah, so when they go to port, they have some options, do they, what they like to do that day? That's correct, yeah. I mean, most uh, every day, wherever we go, we'll always have some arrangement of, of an itinerary mm. uh, which will have transport to go to see, see whatever that's being uh, visited on that day, from castles and gardens to distilleries to whatever mm. is on that day. Guests can also do their own thing if they want to, um, and we just let them know that do what you want and be back at a certain time ship sales, so, mm. uh, but they can do that as well. Yeah, um, and so I stayed on last night and even though I've only just been on for a night, you can already get a feel for what it's like on board. It's really like a like a, a home away from home in a way and just everyone's really friendly and you get to know each other and um, in the night time you, you, you were telling us some stories last night, some funny stories. So that is that what it's like on board for guests all the time? Yes, yeah it is and I mean we get so many repeat guests anyway, they're up to 70% returning mm. guests um, throughout the year, which is wonderful for us. And they are more like friends than they are guests. You know, we do get to know them, they get to know us. And it's it's just a friendly environment. It, it's, it's meant to be like, a, they say it's like a country house in a town, yeah. you know, and, and it's like a house party. And, and it does, it does give that feel because the, the guests that come, and many of them will know each other from previous cruises as well. Mm. So, yeah, it's, it's a good atmosphere. Yeah, it's a lovely atmosphere. And how long have you been working for Hebridean? I've been on for just over 14 years. Yeah. And uh, it's blown by. Yeah. It really has. It's wonderful. And every day is different, I can imagine. <laughs> Can't get bored of views like this, can no, you? No, honestly, <laughs> every day can be different. And, um, the weather, which is absolutely top draw today, and it has been for many, many months of the year we've been cruising. There will be days, like anywhere, that there may be rain or it might not be as smooth, but the captains will always go and find a sheltered uh, route for sailing. Mm. And, you know, a lot of the guests come on, they don't even know where they're going, mm. they're not going, they just come on because it's they love coming back and they want to be in the cabin they always have so yeah they can't be on the week they would have booked their week they'll book a week where they can come in their cabin yeah so to speak yeah because it's their, uh, their home yeah, yeah. 
And where were you before you came to Aberdeen? Before here, I was with P&O and Princess Cruises. I started with P&O a long time back, 74, on the Canberra. I did two years on the Canberra. Then I went to Princess Cruises, which was small in those days, and I was on the Sun Princess, which was part of the Love Boat era. Um, met my wife on there, she was a hairdresser. And then years later, moved to P&O Ferries, and um, was doing more local cross-channel ferries and did that up until 14 years ago. It was amazing you met your wife on the love boat. <laughs> I, I, it was meant to be. <laughs> so was so that was the love boat, that's where they did the filming for the show, right? Yeah. yeah so you yeah, were there yeah. when they were all on board filming? No, um, they had done the show, the movie took place on the ship I was on, the yeah. sun, and then the TV series was done on the Pacific Princess and the Island Princess, which was still sort of happening when I was there, mm. and it was a big, big buzz with Love Boat. In, in, we were out sailing uh, Los Angeles. It was, it was all happening. Did it change uh, the cruise industry yeah. in a way? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it did. It did. I'm sure it certainly uh, attracted a lot, a lot more, a lot more for coming. Mm. And obviously, Princess Cruises has expanded as big as it is now. Yeah, so, so much greater than in those days. Yeah, that's fascinating. <laughs> um, so, and what's kind of what have we got to look forward to for for Hebridean then? You know, for the next couple of years, have you got any exciting things coming up? Anything uh, new? Well, say new. What's always exciting is every year in the summertime, July, August period, we'll move out of, of our our home territory of the Western Isles and we'll go. Well, next year we're going. Twenty twenty, we're going to Norway. Oh. We're doing four Norway cruises next year. Last year, at that time of the year, we were down on the south coast and we went across to the uh, Channel Islands, France, Belgium, up to London, up the Thames, mm -hmm. under Tower Bridge. Amazing. They opened up the bridge for the ship, you know, yeah. that was amazing, you know. Um, and then we went uh, the year before was Shetland and Orkney. So we've done that as a sort of a three year cycle. I don't know where we're going to be going in 2021. Yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. And Norway's very exciting. I went to Norway on a princess ship. I can imagine, um, you know, how it's so beautiful there, but we're on a, a small ship like this, you must feel like so engulfed in all the oh, beautiful fjords. It's, it's fantastic. Yeah. And we can get to places that the other big ships yeah, can't. Exactly. You know, we've went to some small, really small places, and we honestly, the ship was being tied up to trees. Yeah, Literally, really. <laughs> seriously, uh, it's fantastic. It really, and Norway is, is a wonderful place. It is magical. I love the Western art, Scotland. Mm. With the and today, like honestly, if you can see what we can see here, the heat, the warmth, it's warm. Honestly, it <laughs> uh, it's warm. It's blue skies, and the sun actually this time of the year actually gives a better light onto the islands mm. and the and the contours of the islands. Mm. It's, it's it's wonderful. It's, it's beautiful. <laughs> Thank you so much for talking with me today, David. It's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure for me too. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. So that's all from us this week. Thank you to Charlotte and David for joining us. Have you ever travelled the Scottish coast? How much do you want to check out Hebridean Princess? Let us know all of your answers and send in your questions across social media by using the hashtag ClearPod. That's C-L-I-A-P-O-D. Thanks for listening. My name's Toby Cruz and I'll see you next week. Happy cruising.